0: Hey, guys, before we get into today's great episode, I want to tell you about another awesome show that music fans are going to love. If you want a behind-the-mic look at some of the most groundbreaking musicians of all time, you should check out the Broken Record podcast from Pushkin Industries. Music industry icon Rick Rubin, along with Justin Richman, Malcolm Gladwell, and Bruce Hedlum sit down with the artists who love to talk about their life, inspiration, and craft. You'll hear revealing interviews with beloved artists like Michael Stipe, Jack White, Missy Ellis, Elliot and Nas, and -and up-and-coming stars like Michelle Zahner, who talks about her big plans for the dreamy indie pop band Japanese Breakfast. The best part? You'll get to hear these legends in their element playing their hits live. With episodes featuring artists across rock, punk, hip-hop, jazz, and every music genre imaginable, there's something for everyone on Broken Record. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get into the show.
1: The 500 The 500 J. M. been walking us down through That 2012 edition So it ain't nothing to you Hundreds more to go And in need of a friend The King of these for Angelo Talking the 500 until the end Talking the 500 until the end with my man J M On the 500 Talking the 500 until the end
0: That's Say It Ain't So by Weezer from the 1994 record, The Blue Album. It's also number 299. We are in the 200s on the 500 with Josh Adam Myers. Who is that? It's me, J Money. That was the first name I used in stand-up. All right, what do I got going on? JFL Toronto. I'll be there September 23rd through the 25th. I'll be in Connecticut October 5th through the 9th at Mohegan Sun, Comics Roadhouse, I'll be at Skankfest in Vegas, October 14th through the 16th. The Funny Bone in St. Louis, October 20th through the 23rd. I'll be in Vegas doing the Comedy Cellar. uh, The 28th of November through December 4th, I'll be in Plano, Texas for New Year's. We've got dates in Wisconsin. We've got dates in Minnesota. I'm a Midwest boy. They can't get me into the big cities. They just get me into the Midwest, but all tickets are on my website, Myers.com. and follow me at Josh Adam Myers. It's where I post clips every day. They rule, man. Uh, and join the Patreon. $5 more a month. Uh, we send you some stuff, a fleece, a t-shirt, a whole bunch of goodies. And you can ask questions to the guests. Patreon.com backslash the 500 podcast. Uh, so also subscribe to my personal YouTube. Uh www.youtube.com backslash josh adam myers subscribe i'm trying to build a following and and you know so i don't need to rely on corporate entities and just make money off my own name and we're getting closer to that uh god i have so much to talk about guys but i gotta drive to albany right now so i'm just gonna dive into this podcast i love you this is a fun record weezer is a band that people love Um, this record in particular, I mean, it's... I remember there's a guy named... God, I there, Jared... fuck, I can't remember his name, but he was this comic. He was a really smart comedian. Who I looked up to, and he had Weezer tattoos all over his arm. And I was like, really? Weezer? And it makes sense, because... You know, the two guests that I have on both love it. Big J. Okerson and the Sklar brothers. They're my go-to Moon Tower and live comedy podcast people. I love them. They're some of my closest friends. We recorded this live at the 2022 Moon Tower Just for Laughs Festival in Austin. Thank you to Colleen and Litsa and everybody. Uh, let's get to it. Rate, review, and most importantly, subscribe to The 500. Listen free on all platforms. Follow me at Josh Adam Myers on all social media. Email the podcast at 500 podcastgmailcom at gmail.com. Follow the Facebook group run by Crazy Evan. And for all things 500, go to the website, the 500 podcast.com. Here we go, kiddies. Blue album by Weezer. Let's get the king of fleas up to the stage, baby. Coming up right now, baby, I had to get Yeah, Buddy, give it up for the guy that just did the uh, voice of God. I mean, it, what a soothing voice, not creepy at all. Uh, thank you guys for coming out. We are we are so sold out. There's a line down the street. No empty seats. This impresses me every year. Moon Tower, just how I like it. To the gills. To the gills. Um, if you don't know what the 500 is, it's a uh, podcast I started where I'm going through Rolling Stone Magazine's list of the 500 greatest records, okay? Uh, I, just, I started it in October of 2018, uh, and I still have, like, I think six more years of doing this shit. Please join the Patreon. I want to quit constantly. But the reason that I haven't yet is uh, not only because I am making a little bit of money. But the music, right? Yeah. The music, yeah. man. Fuck yeah, you wore, your, you wore your music listening to outfit. I feel like in the middle of this show, you're just gonna stand up and your dick's gonna flop out. You're gonna go, go dance. Does everybody know that song? What did we just I was like, fuck the Blue Album. Let's talk about Benny Benassi's satisfaction. For 45 minutes. Uh, So every year that we do this, I bring up two of my favorite, uh, actually it's three, three of my favorite people in stand up comedy. They're my brothers. I think they're the funniest people out there. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the one and only Big J. Elkerson and the Sklar brothers. Yeah, dude. There, there
2: was a minute there was a minute when Josh was standing in front of the table where I was like, oh shit, he's gonna try
3: to crowd surf.
2: at uh, a, pod, uh, a podcast. Sold
0: out show, sold dude. Sold out show to the
3: girls. It doesn't matter. Josh brings the same energy to like, You're the only person. you sit energetically. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, it is. You're like moving the whole time. You're like air humping under the table. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're always tapping a tune no one else is hearing. <laughs> I, have, I have such bad ADHD. You're like you're like a Jewish Wolfman. <laughs> <laughs> Baruch Ata Adonoi, everybody. Lechado La lecraka love coming up. Rabbi Shalowitz. <laughs> Let's get the chauffeur player out here to blow us a Russian Hashanah of love. <laughs> that, that would have gotten way bigger laughs if I was not in Texas, dude. Everyone's just huge laughs.
3: <laughs> Everyone's just puzzled that you do an impression of your voice. That's right, you're doing this <laughs>
1: can, can you? Can you? Guys, I'm all over
3: here like hip hop,
0: jibbity jam, jam, All right, that's Jay's. Let me hear it. Your flopping around like wibbidi Let's get into the 500 because I've been doing it for five years, and five <laughs> new editions have come out since I started. Why did I start this flock of seagulls out of the top 500? <laughs> I've been doing it for five years, and I'm on 478. <laughs> just started. I can't, I can't get past 478, dude. How have you
2: done this for three
0: years and you have 511 to go? I'm I don't know, sad. many. You I knew so all 500 many. weren't going to be good, too. That's right. Well, that's the problem with this podcast, that I'll say more than anything, is that you sometimes get these little nuggets like we have right now. The Today's Blue Record best is, so is a fucking oh classic. But follow that up with, like, you know, Jefferson Airplane volunteers. Like, it's just no, that's not it's a good example. shitty, dude. That's, that's cool. great. <laughs>
3: I'm talking I, about when you get like Wattootsie and the Hutus. Which we bad.
0: Oh, what the uh, indestructible sound of Soweto? Yeah,
3: <laughs> nothing wrong with that, guys. <laughs>
2: that's that's, the, the, that's the
0: backy, that. Ladysmith, black Mombazo. Hombadamu. <laughs> Hombadamu. Home home <laughs> Come on, everybody. Hombadamu. Right. Come Di- on. She, home got, by the home she way. got diamonds home on the soles of her shoes. shoes. Also, fuck Paul Simon, dude. He stole uh, a lot of that shit from Graceland from Los Lobos. I don't know if you guys know <laughs> yeah. that. I swear to God. And just I just fuck know. him. In this general. is the shitty information I get from doing uh, this podcast. He hit Edie Brickell. He stole. He stole. <laughs> he stole Edie Brickell from Los Lobos
3: too, which was. And then he hit her. No. <laughs> Didn't he?
2: Did he hit her? Didn't
0: one of them hit what, the other like, one? You should have been aware of a few things. Wow. No, I mean, you know what?
3: I'm not aware Listen, of two things.
0: Th- I think Paul Stroud might be
3: a piece of shit aggressive Green. woman beater but it could also be completely wrong. I think no, it no, could no, be, be wrong. Be. Well, I heard he
2: hit her with Art Garfunkel's hand. which Oh, know. Like that feels like a slap in the face.
3: <laughs> <laughs> face. A slap in Garfunkel's face. Um, Didn't we start a rumor that Paul Simon's a vicious woman beater?
1: Oh.
3: oh, if that will
0: get me a few more Patreon subscribers, let's do it. Let's do I it. I said,
3: call me out, bitch.
0: <laughs> How many times we gotta sing it? I got Chevy Chase
3: wanking a fucking trumpet in your ear.
2: If you don't shut up, I'll show you the sound of silence.
0: <laughs> wow. And that's why you do this every year. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> So all right, so I'll get let's do a little background on the record that we're doing. Should we do you wanna break down like does everybody know yeah. who the fuck Weezer is in here? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yes, For yes. a little backstory formed in Los Angeles in ninety two, Rivers Cuomo was in Connecticut with a different band, they disbanded. He met future drummer Patrick Wilson, who uh, was a guest on the 500 Amazing. doing Van Halen. Look at that. Uh, I also think he's Republican now, because I said something about, like, I was like, this fucking QAnon. He goes, yeah. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. I thought we were on the same side. He's like awesome. So. Patrick, if you're listening, I fucking love you. Even love if it. you are QAnon, you're dude. Thank you
2: so much, Patrick, <laughs> bro. <laughs> we love thank you,
0: Patrick. You, Patrick. <laughs> Appreciate everything. <Keep> <laughs> <watching>. <laughs> After multiple lineups didn't work out, eventually roommate Matt Sharp joined as a bassist along with guitarist Jason Cropper. Cuomo gave the band, this is really cool, one year to find a record deal before he would accept a scholarship to UC Berkeley instead. Just over a year later, they had their deal leading us to today's record. Uh, I have a bunch of other stuff. They made 14 it records. It just over
3: a year. Was, you think he was in like in line for admissions or something? like <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <laughs> Rivers, Rivers. Oh, my God. That got to stop. He's there.
0: like literally about to sign yeah. the letter <laughs> of intent.
3: <a> <laughs> microbiology and What? What is that? One of the other names in the band I don't know coming over here?
2: No, he was like, microbiology. And someone's like,
1: say it ain't so.
0: He's like, ooh. What the that did you say? So a background on this record... Because they've had a bunch. They've had 14 different records. Uh, Pinkerton rules the Green Album. Uh, I like yeah. the Green Album a lot. Actually,
2: Pinkerton was great because it was the album where he like, for the first time was like, ooh, I think I like Japanese underage women. And you're like, oh, ah, oh, 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 oh yeah. hey, hey, can't hey, put that in a song. Cannot put that in a song. And hey, then yeah. his response was like, okay, I'm not going to write anything personal ever again. <laughs> no, so. fuck you.
0: Yeah, El Scorcho ruled. That's what I like also. I good. think that's the, the best song. The, of the Good record. Life? Come on. Anyway. Make Believe, the Red Album. They did just put out like a Van Halen uh tribute record I think oh. where it's like inspired by Van Halen. Yep, they right. have six self-titled albums that go by colors. We have blue, green, red, white and teal and black albums. Right. So uh this record this record is so Let's talk. Good. Well so let's so what when did this come out? This came out you didn't put the fucking 1994. Tape. 1994. Uh, yep. What were you guys doing in 1994? Jay I was uh, the summer of? Yeah. I was,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was fatly living my life in South Jersey. Uh, you were just coming off the 92 riots. The so 92 uh, riots. <laughs> watching out a young Allen Iverson streak the court in Georgetown, knowing sir. that he was going to be a first-round pick for
2: That's the
0: right. Philadelphia 76ers. The yes, answer? Sorry, sports podcast. No, it's totally fine. So we could, we can turn this thing into a whole podcast. No, we're podcast. not gonna do
2: that? We're not gonna do that. I think I, I think we're I talking like, about sports. I think we're I like wrestling. Talk about we're about Weezer. We're, we're talking about Weezer. we're talking about Weezer. Not
0: look, we're not talking about
2: sports. <laughs> talk, talk about Weezer. We up here. So we up here to talk about Weezer. Uh, so it actually was, came out saying. it actually
0: came out May tenth, nineteen
1: ninety four. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild Podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musician's Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey everyone, this
0: is Tuck from Fit for a King, an off-road minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course, provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday. Out now through Sound Talent Media.
1: Where yeah, were you? So
3: I was sixteen, Ooh. and uh, yeah, I was. I'll tell you what. We this they didn't catch me. If the Buddy Holly video caught me. A lot. I came around to the other songs, like, after that. I really looked at them, and I was like, dorks.
1: <laughs>
3: and we looked at them, we're like, dorks.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> we can do, we do it. We, we can, can do, do it. it.
3: That's, like, also when I first got into Marilyn Manson. So it was such the opposite of that. I'm like, these guys aren't ripping Bibles. <laughs> No, but these they, guys don't understand my inner sad fat girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they were like as hard as Marilyn So we at the time. we just sure. graduated
2: University of Michigan May 10th, and and like the album that we were playing on repeat, we drove to our friend of ours who was lived in at uh, who was going to school in Cornell. So our, we finished before him, and we drove like up through Canada. The album we listened to over and over again was Siamese Dream, uh, Smashing Pumpkins. But it was sort of like they sort of cracked it open a little bit. I think at that time for all this other stuff to kind of walk through. And Weezer came out. And the craziest thing is, so that video for Buddy Holly, of course, was like, hilariously, they put themselves into a Happy Days thing. And of course, Spike, Spike Jones. Right, yeah. And of course, like, we walked through the hotel here, and fucking Henry Winkler is here at this festival, which is just amazing to like, see him and like, from young Fonzie days to old Fonzie days. He loves it when you call him Fonzie, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he loves it. He'd so love, he love loves. to him and be like, what's, what's up, Fonzie? What's up, dude? I hey. asked
3: him uh, I asked him where Pinky Tuscadera was and nut-checked him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> friends, did, but he's going to remember me. Did, so. you, did, you,
2: did you give him the Malachi Crunch? <laughs> so specific. The uh, Malachi Crunch. Malachi. I always thought the Malachi Crunch could have been a breakfast
3: cereal. It could have. <laughs> that's really a real tastes, it, missed opportunity right it there. Like no, that. But we,
2: we just moved to New York to start doing comedy that summer and so, like, that album represented our, for us, a choice to, like, lead an artistic life. We almost went to law schools, different law schools, but instead we decided to move to New York, do comedy, and, And they looked like (laughs) regular dudes just making music. So you're like, oh, okay, so music can be this. I remember the first time we saw alternative comedy, like an alternative room in New York. We went to the Rebar. Andy Kindler came to town, and we had met him. Like We brought him to do Comedy in Michigan. He brings us to this room, the Rebar, which ultimately became Luna Lounge, which was eating it down in downtown New York, in Luna Lounge. And it was just like a U-shape of couches and like the best comedians ever doing comedy in a way that you were like... Oh wait! Comedy can be this—you can totally stamp outside of what who you are and what you look like to say funny things. It was mind blowing for us. I felt the same way about this type of music. You're like, oh, you can just be regular looking dudes and make this fucking insane music that's so rockin and good.
0: Isn't that what, they, what like, people say about the Clash as well? It's like you saw because it's not like these, right. these these rock stars in the '70s that are that are like you know Led Zeppelin with yeah. fucking cucumbers I, in their. I love
3: the Jewish fork in the road you guys had, lawyer. Comedy. Exactly. I mean, it's a pretty big four.
0: Mine was like stocking shelves
3: overnight at a Costco. (laughs)
0: Comedy. Comedy. So how? But I see. I'm 14 years old when this came out, and I'm. I was looking at some of the other records that came out. You already
3: sounded like this too, Mom. Can you take me to buy that new (laughs) Visa Jam? It's my shit. She's She's like, no. (laughs) Josh, I don't know. It's a little late. Money's a little tight. Come (laughs) on, Mom. wow (laughs)
1: Wah,
2: Your mom's like, Josh, come on, you gotta go to
3: bed. You're like, I gotta do five more minutes of crowd work. <laughs> <laughs> you want a laugh picture when you say wah? Josh doing uh, peanuts, like his mouth goes open wide. <laughs> wah,
0: wah, wah, oh damn, but I'm so sad. Wah. <laughs> so my mom really does sound like me, dude, 100. Dude, when we call each other, it's just like, when are you coming home for Passover this year, Josh? I'm making deckle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you, so you were 14. I
0: was 14. I, I remember. I think. See, I'm in high school. I, I remember MTV was everything back then in 1994. Yeah. Have you been arrested yet? <laughs> no. What was the
2: video of you getting arrested? You were 16. That no, you I was 18. There's a
0: great video that I release <laughs> once a year. <laughs> Uh, in May. In every, May, she's coming Every coming
2: up. Well, every every Schmitty at Sarah, he released
0: it. <laughs> Josh, released the video. This is your mother. I used the grogger for Heyman. I released the video for Purim. That's right. Um, I There's a video. I went to Myrtle Beach uh, for, like, beach week, spring break. And I was underage. We go to a bar. And my buddy, who Dude, was of Dude, you were age,
3: such a shit. I know. Dude. Oh, I was
0: a dip, dude. I know, dude. I was such a dip, but I, I, I did. Oh my like god! This. I weighed nothing, like um, yeah, I weighed it was like a stick, stick. But I go to this bar and my buddy would get me drinks, uh, but he'd like hand me a beer and I have to chug it because I would get caught. They kick me out, and I drank so much that I fell asleep in like a booth, and then the <laughs> bouncer tried to wake me up, couldn't, and then just like took me outside. What I've been told used my face to open the door. Oh, <laughs> jeez. Throw me into some trash. The cops grab me, uh, take me into a like a paddy wagon, and then they take me to the fucking jail. And a jail, it's like, like a drunk tank. Yeah. But I get in there, it's packed with people, right? And I had never been to jail, but I was already kind of like the funny, like hyper guy. So I go in with like, "Hey everybody, dude, oh, Good oh to that, see doesn't, you. that doesn't okay.
3: work well. Not
0: no. in jail. So,
3: <laughs>
2: how quickly did you lose your
0: shoelaces? <laughs> well, here's no. Here's and the funny. Virginity. Here's the funny thing is that I was oh, by the time I got arrested, I had only. Hey guys, it's all share sandwiches and whatnot. <laughs> I had no shirt on, no shoes because I lost my flip flops, and I only had Umbros on and a huge hickey on my neck. Sick. Sure. Oh, and and so I go in, I start making jokes about being Jewish, and then these two twin Jewish guys in purple shirts. I swear to God, this
3: fucking score, fucking, rubber.
0: fucking, fucking, like, like throat check me like Latrell Sprewell on Don Nelson no. up against the wall. No. It, was, it
2: was, by the way, was that was Google. on. Car- it was on uh, PJ Carlisle. So okay, well like, I was sorry, close.
0: I got the r- first guy right. Right. Latrell- Sure, sure. And then they were like, "You need to shut the fuck up." He's like, "No, hard Jews have worked to fucking get respect in this world," and I'm just like, I'm "Jesus, just that was like a be... Will
2: Smith moment, <laughs> right
0: there." <laughs>
2: and then, and then someone's like, "What are you two guys in there?" And they're like, "Jerking off on each other in public." You're
3: like, "Oh, okay." Uh, all right, good, and good. Josh, not the harp, but you could have just said Latrell Spreewell style and never even mentioned the coach. <laughs> You're right. That's just I tried, a note.
0: I'm trying to complete the <laughs> transaction, dude. I swung for the fences.
2: Jay jail uh, throat checked you for that
0: <laughs> so so then they they release us you know in the morning my, my friends came bail me out and for some reason my buddy brought the video camera for that trip and you get me running out of the fucking jail like, dancing in the front, and it's all posted so everybody can see it. Every it's almost
3: almost like a welcome home party for, like, you've been away for a while. You come out to a lot of people. Somebody <laughs> gives you your glasses back, you're like, oh, that is. They open up the giant barn door,
2: and
0: he <laughs> walks. Have you guys ever been arrested? No. no, no. Yes. Jay has for sure, yeah. yeah. Nope. A couple times, yeah. What was the first one?
3: first one ever arrested for it was that was always like young like fighting stuff but they take you and release you to your parents and then the every time after that it was for like the lamest shit it was unpaid there was a mom and pop shop uh mom and pop uh video store in our neighborhood which best porn sections ever (laughs) so i only used it for porn but i would rent from (laughs) there and you would just keep it because you're like fuck uh dan's video or whatever the fuck the place was <laughs> called. video right, right. but dan of dan's video was pretty intense about getting his porn movies back
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. and he just what he, had, he does is
3: you get a letter i guess i never even looked at any of these things but i guess at some point i got a letter saying like he's suing you for the for the money and then uh and then when i got pulled over for like you know whatever Rolling through a stop sign or something, it was like not, and they were like, "Oh, you're not like you have a warrant," and I was <laughs> yeah. like, "What?" And yeah, for the, yeah, broken taillight. I, I had a, uh, I got arrested once for driving with a suspended license, license suspended for unpaid ticket for littering.
0: Oh, dude.
3: Meanwhile, so, so I just
2: I just want to go into the mind of the person who doesn't know us right now is sitting out there like can't like not able to wait for us to talk about the Weezer album. Yeah, and, uh, I, know. Just, yeah.
0: <laughs> I would love to. All talk right, about. all right, let's this I'll bring it back. i just around. So no, but you're right because dude, the fa- some of my fans are any of you guys in here that just. Like I said something on my last podcast about I was like I don't want to fucking listen to Lucinda Williams and no, a guy a guy DM me he goes Lucinda Williams is a goddess you inbred she is Damn, inbred dude. I'm she inbred she is they're right the You're record's wrong. actually good I listened to it I was supposed so to do bad. it I was supposed to do is it Lucinda
3: with... Williams the person who played uh, Shirley in Laverne and Laverne Shirley no
0: that's Cindy, that's Williams. Cindy Williams she's Hassan Pfeffer Fifer. <laughs> No, she's the proper guy. Yeah, so penny- I I remember seeing I remember think the first real instant of seeing uh, Weezer was was the Sweater Song cuz I think that was the first single yeah. that was released. Uh, Undone Sweater so And yeah. I mean a great song cuz that was kind of I was looking at some of the popular albums that came out that year. I mean, and this is the first question I want to ask you is like what stuck out besides was it just the look because looking at the music you know, you have you have super unknown by Soundgarden. You have definitely maybe by Oasis. Ill Communication by Beastie sure, Boys. Sure. I think Beck's first album came out. Loser. You know, yeah, yeah. Mellow Gold. Mellow
2: Gold. This, Mellow yeah, Gold. this
0: has like a. This is a very Becky because it's funny. So, so there's a
2: little bit of humor in the Undone Sweater song, like, and the party atmosphere at the beginning. Like, how many people were like, I was at that party, dude? You can hear my. The you boys, can hear me bro. talking yeah. to the girl to, at the party. It's That's like. A, yeah. Like the, how many people? Like if, if everyone who said they were at that party was at that party, It'd be like fifty thousand people exactly. at that party. It's like everybody who's like, hey, the Beastie Boys used to babysit for me. I'm like, maybe the Beastie Boys babysat once, but like everyone's like they babysat for me. If the Beastie Boys babysat for everyone who said they babysat for, they make more. no music.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just be like, hold on for a second. No, the baby's crying. They're like, so what? Uh, what
3: uh, you, uh, you want? Yeah, a lot of people know this. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> right, Intergalactic's actually about me. <laughs> Yeah. It is, it is. So
0: I was talking in the back of the Undone sweater song. I was like, "Well, yeah. supposedly, I don't." And if you listen to the podcast, there's a and there's also a, he's a comic as well as a record label owner, Joe Sib, who's done my podcast twice. And supposedly, because he knew all of those guys, his first band was called Wax. Wax first video, if you guys remember, it was that, that famous White Jones video. No, you do.
2: Man running on fire. Man running
3: on fire.
0: Thank you. Oh, sure, sure. yeah. In, in your yes. face. Yes. Hey, Josh.
3: Josh. sorry. That's all right. When I'm, wrong. when I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. I come at you hard a lot, but right. <laughs> I hold you to a very high standard. That's right, but he'll, he'll <laughs> and apologize. you good there, and I, I, I do remember that. Hold oh, on,
0: Jay, I only got one thing I got to say to you.
3: What? jerk jerky, <laughs> doodle-doo. Get
0: inside my mama's shoe. Uh, I love you, and moving you, moving you love me, me too. <laughs> hey. Supposed to go. Oh, two, three,
3: Josh, four. I think we have to talk about this album. We do. <laughs> Can we please? Can we? we please? I think we're slated for forty-five minutes here. This has to be. So it. there was. So
2: I will say, like Randy was saying, there are kind of there was a vibe. Nirvana really hit hard with the like. We're gonna blast out with distorted guitars and blow your ears out, and then pull way back for the verses and I think these guys which was started first by and done beautifully by the Pixies like just shortly before that. These sort of I'm going hard, then I'm gonna do soft then we're gonna sing right so this this has an element of that. Certainly an Undone Sweater song. There was definitely an element of, and of course, Smashing Pumpkins did it at times. What do you
0: guys think was the influence behind this record? Like, what was the music you think that Rivers and the rest of the band were listening to that kind of helped inspire this? Because it's 94, where it sounds like the sound of 94, like some of the bands that we mentioned. Um,
2: I mean, they were, you know, on the next album he talks about, I asked you to go to the Green Day concert. So they were like, going to green day shows and so like going to punk shows and stuff up yeah. up there in the northern california i don't know i just think they were these
3: guys also kind of played like surfer type rock in garage a garage rock they, I just everything been, it when, like nerd rock coming out, right? I was called nerd rock. I, I think you Deep can rock?
0: classify this under nerd rock What do you guys think? Is this nerd
2: yeah. rock? Yeah. Yeah.
3: No, Randy and I always said like there are probably like two members of Weezer who are like I'm
2: not into Weezer.
3: that Yeah What is it? What's the evolution like to nerd rock like they always I always hear from musicians at least like what heavy metal the people that would have gotten the heavy metal years ago, and now go to EDM. So, Whatever the same reason reason is, they say. Steely
2: Dan was the nerdiest of all nerds. I remember watching a documentary on Netflix. It was like a poorly made documentary about Steely Dan. And like you know Donald Fagan, who is just uh, notoriously the biggest dick ever, is like sitting at like in a at a mixing table inside of a studio, and like the person asking him the question for their fucking documentary, you just see Donald Fagan like being so exasperated that he has to answer questions for his fucking documentary. I'm like, <laughs> answer the fucking questions. If it were me, and he started throwing that shade at me, I'd be like, hey man, what does that button do? And he'd be like,
1: Whoa, I mean, my.
2: You don't fucking get it, then you don't get it, man. <laughs>
1: Porn, Satan, drugs, therapy. It's not just the list of what I'm up to this weekend. I'm comedian Kiki Anderson, and those are just a handful of the taboo topics I've poked and prodded at so far on my podcast, Indecent, the show where we peel at the wallpaper of polite society. Each episode digs into the dark underbelly of our culture to dissect the things we aren't allowed to talk about around the dinner table, featuring conversations with comedians, activists, journalists, academics. They all help me figure out the who, what, and why behind what is and isn't acceptable behavior. And Decent with Kiki Anderson, where NSFW meets LMAO. So
2: Weezer, yeah, I got, there was a little bit of that in Weezer. I, I think, you know, there were sort of, Dude, what was the spin-off band that did, they did that, that song? That was
0: no, the uh, the editors. No, that was when
2: your friends like me. That was friends, friends of P. P. That was, that was the P. replacements. Oh yeah. my bad. Not the replacements. Not bad, yeah. Those. Not the replacements. Band. The what? The re- the, the, the rentals. The rentals. The rentals. Yeah. Thank you. Friends of friends P. P. Yeah. That song kicks ass, and that was you know again tons of distortion. Yeah. yeah. Was it
3: Rivers Cuomo? Like, don't people say he sucks? No. <laughs> Has he ever hit Edie Brickell? He, he, no.
2: <laughs> he hit Paul Simon.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, he's supposed he to be. He hit Paul Simon. He's supposed to be a, a very good dude. Well, he is, like, I, I will say this, not to name drop, but Adam McKay had this, uh, he had a birthday party where he invited people and you paid a lot of money, which all the money went to, like, political action, like all this stuff. No political party, but. Uh, but Rivers Cuomo played, and this was recently, like right before COVID, and he sounded, played acoustically by himself and he sounded unbelievable, like as good as he sounded 25 years ago. And I'm like, this dude, like it's a shame it almost feels like they kind of haven't made stuff for a long time i know have. they they can making have.
0: cover records and that's that's another really, thing too if you look at some of the tracks that they they cover a lot of that i think is kind of what built the band their version first of
2: africa i am sitting next to a guy who does one of the greatest versions of africa yeah, do you see that <laughs> tonight, tonight
0: we're going straight Classic. yacht rock yeah dude <laughs> well this is so here's
3: a little facts about me just guys say real quick yeah. i think i've never heard rivers Cuomo was a piece of shit I think I heard that Rivers Cuomo was going back to college in the middle of being Weezer famous and was like, what a piece of shit. I think it's my own opinion of him. So maybe he's lovely. I'm sure he's lovely. Yeah.
0: I don't know about you guys, but I'm having a great time listening to my own voice and we're going to get right back to it. But first I want to tell you about another incredible show from iHeart podcast and Pushkin industries called talk easy with Sam frugoso. Talk Easy is a different kind of weekly interview show. Every Sunday, Sam invites an activist, artist, or writer to come to the table and speak from their heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Talk Easy has released over 250 conversations with people shaping our culture today. Some of our favorites include Bill Hader, Stacey Abrams, David Byrne, Lord, who I really like, Jenny Slate, and Questlove. If that sounds eclectic, it's because it is. Driven by an inquisitiveness about who we are and who we become, talk easy is a place where people sound like people sit back relax and enjoy talk easy with Sam Frugoso. available wherever you get your podcasts let's rock back to the show so in that year where he gave the band to the time to uh, to make this and sign the record deal uh Right before they signed the th- uh, with Geffen, uh, they released an uh, eight-song uh, uh, demo tape, which had My Name Is Jonas, undone, undone, Say It Ain't So, Only in Dreams, The World Is Turned. Then they recorded this at Electric Ladyland Studio, and they chose the producer, which is where I can kind of see where they got a lot of their influence from, uh, Rick Okasek? Rick Okasek. I Come undone, on, dog. Josh. I'm sorry. Josh, was that real?
2: You're joking, Was dude. that real? Rico Kasich, who is... Josh, be honest, was that real? Please tell me you're joking. Of course I'm joking. Rico Kasich... <laughs> That's fucking wild. The lead singer of The Cars. Paulina
0: Poroskova. Paulina is the lead cousin. singer of The
2: Cars. He became the he lead became singer The He became the lead singer, cars. but he Oka and or, Sorry. <laughs> Okasek, Okasek is Kasek. what Russia is trying to take now in the north of the Ukraine. <laughs> and you can't
0: have it, Putin. You heard it here on the 500. It's <laughs> actually pronounced Putin, but thank Rick. you. <laughs> Rick, Rick oh. Oka,sek is a Rushland Ogleagark.
1: Ogleagark.
0: <laughs>
2: um, um, yeah, Rick Okasek, can't. He produced that album and like did an unbelievable. Because you think about the Cars when they came out in the early 80s, there and and so that influence set late 70s, early 80s. What they were doing was like not punk, and it wasn't, it was kind of new wave, but then classic rock and and new wave merged together. So, like, you know, we grew up in St. Louis, major, major classic rock. We loved the fucking cars because. They played, like, there was, like, gang vocals and amazing uh, synth and what. Rick O'Cat.
3: I'm still laughing at that.
0: Can I call Rick
3: O'Casek.
2: O'Casek. 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 Take my buddy. Take but you, back. What? You
0: kept it going till the sun went he- down. down. You, you kept, kept it. it it.
2: <laughs> you didn't even ask Big J. Ocase. Who's gonna drive <laughs> you home?
0: <laughs> Just fuck everything up. <laughs> O'Casek. Big J. O'Casek. 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 I'll never, O-K-son. O-K-son. I'll never sorry. forget that. Never forget. Sorry. I should it's be right. sorry. I'm so tired. I'm 42 qu- years old. Stop. Jumping around on stage for two hours That every was night. a whole sleep
2: ago. I will say this. I would I would put as another influence for these guys, Oka <laughs> As another influence, I would put Guided by Voices. And I feel like they're sort of indie, way, we're going to just do this our way type of thing, I feel like. But I mean, it, they're, this is their first album, and it's a fucking every well, fucking every song, song is amazing is a, every song is incredible this is like when you're buying albums and you're like man i want to have an album that i can put on that i don't have to get up and like change or move every few minutes because we're all used to like just searching for whatever.
0: this is an album you can put on and just walk it really walk is it, the yeah. whole album i mean it's it, incredible. it sounds like a complete like piece it doesn't feel like there's tracks like that are really you know that you're like hey, why is this on the record like everything about it I mean, and then there's there's really, like, four songs on here that are just still played on rock radio. Sure. Yeah.
2: Say It Ain't So is maybe, like, of the time, maybe the song that people... It's probably one of the best songs in the 90s. But it's in the top ten of songs of that entire decade. And that wasn't the first single, like, the
0: Sweater Song. No, Sweater song. song was the first single. Then, which, Buddy, then Buddy Holly. So, So Buddy Holly almost didn't make it on the record. Rivers didn't think the song fit on the record, but it was producer...
2: Rick, Rick Ocasek,
0: <laughs> who convinced him to finish and include it, saying, I was like, Rivers, we can talk about it. Do it anyway. And if you don't like it when it's done, we won't use it. Classic Ocasek. <laughs> <laughs> if I've ever heard it.
1: We
0: and Buddy are. Holly is also ranked 484 in the Rolling Stone magazine's 500 greatest songs of all time. It's That's also great. number 59 on Best Song of the 90s by bh one
2: Dude, I fucking love in the world. world has turned. World has turned. Garage in the garage. I love it. they call it a garage. Well, you know, out of all these, I, I, I didn't like. Safe.
0: I didn't like Buddy Holly the first time I heard it, but you see the music video. That music video is just Incredible. so original. Like so... Those,
3: I mean that those opening lyric kicking is crazy. Yeah, it's a wild first lyrics.
0: I I think it's the same thing that when you called it nerd rock and I at that time was listening to like Stone Temple Pilots and (laughs) Soundgarden and Alice in Chains. Uh, We were
2: too. We were were listening to that too, but this came out and I'm like, so fucking
0: good. What really got me, and I, I mean, not to skip over any of the tracks, but it is Say It Ain't So. Say It Ain't So is a song that if we play it at the jam... Everybody knows every, every single word, word to it. This guy right here does it. We, dude, so it's like anytime somebody is like, ah, I can't, you know, I don't know what to do. And they're like, ah, I like, you know, rock. I'm like, do you want to do Say anything So? And they're just like, ooh. Like it's, there's something about it.
2: There's a video. So there's, this. I've invited you to this. If you're ever out in St. Louis, or St. Louis, if you're ever out in L.A., I want you to come to this if we're doing it. Our friends have a karaoke RV. It's my favorite thing and next to the jam. It's my favorite thing in the world. And there is a video, my friend has a video of us and the entire RV singing "Say It Ain't So," like one little tip yeah. of it, and I am so fucking high. That's and, great. Uh, and we are, we are just everyone at the top of their lungs, like you've cleaned up, found Jesus. And right as I said that, I just very, very beautifully and softly touched my friend Gar's face, Aww. and it was like moment is just beautiful and wonderful and it's wrapped into fucking Weezer in this album. Yeah.
0: It really is. Well it's like they're so cool about saying it ain't so is that is that not only is it like it's nerd rock, whatever you want to fucking call it, but like Deftones covered it. Yeah. Like it's it's a it's a rocks. I love that. Like you said, quiet to loud, bring it back down to quiet. And then when you get to that final like <laughs> de- 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 the de- de- bridge yes. into the final chorus, I mean it, it's just, it's a perfect song. So it, it, this album
2: highlights why they are a band that's not afraid to go deep into the distortion, but they're also a band that's not afraid to put vocals forward to be a vocal forward band. They're not afraid to just be themselves the fucking Cover is just them standing there against a blue background. It's like there was so much power in this thing that they weren't trying to be all the other things that were big right there. Even if they were influenced, it came out and it felt like distinctly original right out of the box. It was like this is the, its own thing that I automatically now love, and I want. I I was like, there're gonna be 50 things like this as soon as
0: this comes out. Who, that's that was that's like, a good question. Who do you guys think this record actually influenced? Like, what artists that came after it? I think all Kings of Le- think all those. Are kind oh, of Kings yeah.
3: of Leon for sure. Yep. Kings of Leon. Uh, Cayucas, that
2: band. Those guys. Uh, Cayucas? Yeah, they're I mean, bands like the did National. Rick, Ocasek, did he produce it? I mean, who else? I mean, I'm, I'm blanking now, but I know they're... Hurting. Ugly bands. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, tons of bands. Uh, <laughs> and I named two. But yeah, no, I do
0: think they in, have influenced a lot of... People a lot of bands. Well, what was your, so you, you like, what really is, is stuck out, like, from out of the three, four singles? we have Buddy Holly, the sweater. Song, oh, I'd say it's, it's the Oka Sack You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the Oka Sack <laughs> Schmutz, they call that. He puts it
3: on all the little <laughs> things. Put the old yeah. stink on
2: it. Uh, I don't know, the whole album, again, like, I fucking, in the garage, I feel so, I've got Ace Freely, I've got Peter Chris. He starts talking about Kiss posters that he had on the wall. And, like, our friend, like, our next door neighbor was a member of the Kiss Army. Nice. And he's now just a member of reserve, just goes in on the weekends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Still sleeps with one eye open. That's
3: <laughs>
2: All
0: right, let's talk about how they start and how they close the record. So it opens with My Name is Jonas. Which is a fucking, I hate to it, a, sort of a, banger, a out gate. banger out the gates. Banger
2: out the gates, man.
0: Thumps. Yeah, it does. It's just,
2: <laughs> I, I like, hard, like, hard, hard guitar straight out the gate. It's like, that's what this album and is. And then get soft. Quick. It's just,
0: it's so good. You don't think there's another track that you could have opened the record with?
2: No, no. That was it. That was it. That was, like, saying, this is who we are. That track just opened
0: it up. And closing with Only In My Dreams? Only I think in... you could have closed with, with Say It Ain't So. I think that would have been a way I better think... song to end it with. Nope. Only Only in Dreams.
2: Only in Dreams. Just, I don't know, it was like that smooth landing off the rest of the album. Because I, I like how Say It Ain't So goes into Surf Wax America, am I right? Is that where it goes? Ye- I believe. Yes, it does. It's, what a fucking great! You take your car to work, I'll take my board. Like, fuck you, dude. It was like e- It was like ecological, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like this before electric cars, yeah, bitch. I so Josh, before. why don't you
3: why don't you take your stupid "say it ain't so" idea at the end of the album and shove it up your fucking exactly. ass, dude? <laughs> I'm so sorry. You
2: take your "say it ain't so," <laughs> I'll take my board.
0: <laughs> uh, so this this album reached number sixteen on the U.S. Billboard 200, was certified gold in seven months, Amazing. was certified triple platinum in 1995. <laughs> It remains Weezer's best-selling record, having sold at least 3.3 million copies that in the is U.S. Insane. and over 15 million copies worldwide. 15 million? 15 million worldwide. Oh, five O. Oh. Five O. Oh. No, five, oh. Five, oh. no, no, no. Fifteen. five. Still 15. Do, you, is 15 this a masterpiece? Is yes. this Weezer's yes. masterpiece? Yes. Yes. yes, yes. I yeah,
2: would say Pinkerton is close. It's damn close if you look at it. Like they did what they. And the green have. album, if you have twenty six minutes. I don't. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> is that was <laughs> the Sorry. green album the one with twenty eight minutes? Hills. Hills.
2: No, the green album had like uh, I'm an island in the sun. Hashpipe. Hashpipe. Hashpipe Hash part. a great song yes. on that too. There's so many good songs on the green I album. Mean, they wrote. They wrote like it, it. What was weird is that this band had a way of being original, unique, and Yep, Writing great hooks, great hooks, and great things that you just that stuck with you that you remember. Photograph from that uh, green album is one of my favorite songs. And again, it just it just rips. but all, you go back to each of these songs on the on the blue album, and every song has a little thing, a hook or something that you that brings that you can sing along to, that you feel that you connect with, and that's why this album is like put it on, leave it on,
3: and that's it. It's also organically they made songs that you could like. Play it like something you probably would hate, like sports arena songs, but they really <laughs> made like bang, like you know what I mean, like songs yeah. that get people hyped up. So have you guys yeah. ever seen <laughs> them? I don't think that was their goal. So I. Do. I haven't seen the band
2: live. I saw Rivers. I was invited to Adam McKay's birthday party. I don't know if I told you that. Stop wow. saying that. Stop okay. saying that. Okay. All right. Just, no, but you, pay, I, sorry, you paid, paid, paid a lot paid. of money to be I there. I paid a lot Good. of money to be there.
0: Has he gone to your karaoke fiesta, though? No. He is not. Oh. All right. Well, well talk anyway. to me then. He has an He's RSVP invited. either way, yet. He's invited. Um,
2: anyway. Uh, no, but Did you see him? Did you see him? I have not seen them, but I know that like in concert they had kind of like the Weezer W with like wings that yeah. kind of looked like the Van Halen thing, and they would play like Van Halen, and they'd come out there and just, they were, I don't know, I feel like they were kids who grew up on the stuff that we grew up on, a lot of classic rock and a lot of that stuff, and they just worked it into their, what they do, and a lot of the Ocasc uh, twinge, exactly. <laughs>
1: So, the Okasak Trench.
0: So being that this is Weezer's masterpiece, do you think this is one of the best records of the 90s?
1: Absolutely. Yes.
2: Absolutely. I think yeah. this and yeah. Odile, and I put the Nirvana's first album, but I mean, I just put this up there. Siamese Dream, I would put up there too. But like, this fucking album was just, it, it's amazing. Like, It's, it's like again, still good and still cool. Like, yeah, if you found it It's inspiring. inspiring. Like, I always say, if, if that album came out today if we didn't know weezer and they came out with this album today we would all be talking about how great it is
0: yeah. hey you do you have any plans this year <laughs> how's that going do you get 2020 well welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020 where myself benny goodman
2: We just would, and they would like just be a massive. And the sad thing is, it couldn't succeed the way it did today because music has changed, and there just isn't that fucking slot for. I think that's one of the
0: things I do respect about Weezer is because Jay and I are like fans, like kind of low key fans of Coldplay. Yeah, and like the low key, which they just screamed to a bunch of people last night. The first four records are incredible. Great song, then. they started to get influenced by EDM sure. and the direction of music and now it's like I don't even want to listen to their music you know but Weezer has stayed in their own lane in their pocket for for over what 30 years is that it's, based, it's almost
2: it's remarkable i mean we started doing like really started doing comedy around then yeah 94 is when we moved to new york and didn't go to law school and uh <laughs> No, but that's we started comedy. So we've been doing it as long as they have. And well, it, it, you know, I mean, we're more successful than Weezer. But, but obviously, I mean, anybody, <laughs> but... What, so maybe they'll get where we are. What kind of law were you guys going to get into? Entertainment law. Just oh, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Personal injury, probably. Yeah. I have no idea.
3: Law <laughs> brothers G-less? don't get paid until you get, get cash. <laughs>
2: Have you been bombarded by personal injury commercials on TV? You could be entitled to, to damages. damages. <laughs> we didn't say you get the damages. You're entitled
3: to damages. Are you a heavyset colored lady who fell outside of a mall? <laughs> We're here to pick you up with lots of money.
0: Uh, <laughs> that what song... Let's do some rapid-fire questions and yeah, we'll get I out of here. No, know, No, yeah. I know. All right, so I ask all the guests uh, the same questions. My favorite I, curse word? <laughs> I'd
3: say... <laughs> Probably fuck. Is it fuck?
0: Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite song on the album?
3: Yeah. Mm. That's an easy one. i say it ain't so. Yeah. It's my favorite song. To, yeah. It's My yeah, Name yeah, is Jonas a, is a close second because that song also hits I hard. It
2: I love it. Jay, what do you think? I mean... It's so funny because it changed like I, like for the longest time on un, Undone Sweater, the Sweater song was mine. But, you know, I think In the Garage might be my favorite and Say It Ain't So.
0: Let me see that list for a second. If yeah, you I, had to rank then, because if you have to rank between the singles on this album, Buddy yeah. Holly, Say It Ain't So and Undone Sweater song, how would you rank them?
2: Say ain't so first, and sweater, and then Holly, because I felt hot. Like I did feel like Holly felt a little more sort of poppy and different. It didn't have quite as much distortion in it. it didn't quite have what the other songs had.
0: I think the changed. video is what made it. The video is video. If that, if it's, let me like, ask you this: If that video. Is not made? Hilarious. They just make a regular. They make a regular video. Just the cutaway to Potsy, like no, being know. upset and like players. walking out of there. But I think that video influenced why that song rules.
1: Yeah, because yeah. that it video does.
0: won like the Video Vanguard yes. Award, won that yes. Video of the Year. Yeah, and then say It and so is just them playing
2: in a house <laughs> and like a one shot camera thing going around what they're doing, and they let the song be the fucking center. I see say Buddy and... Holly
3: when the drummer uh winks at. Joanie, so good. and then she just gets like
2: that. <laughs> yes,
0: it's the funniest thing
3: in the world. It's wonderful, wonderful.
0: I would say, "Say it ain't so," sweater song, Buddy Holly.
3: I, I agree. I All right, least favorite song on the record. Okay. I'm gonna say it's one of the other ones I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Never took the time to learn it because I hate holiday. <laughs> I love holiday. I love holiday. What is your least now, favorite? Now holiday song? rules. I'll just go with what these guys say. I'd then. say no one else. Yeah, that one is a real shitstorm. The second song sucks. Fastic Sucks balls. No dude. one else, or
2: only in dreams. I do like only in dreams, but I like only in dreams because it's just a great way to land the album. I would say holiday is my least favorite, but I still love it. Yeah, I love awesome. every so single holiday song. They did suck after, after all that. I mean,
0: holiday. Yeah. I didn't buy the whole. I don't even buy the whole, buy the whole so album. So Diff, great. Different holiday. song. Different song. <laughs> Come <laughs> on. Ooh yeah.
2: <laughs> didn't you yeah. ask us about the sex, the Madonna sex?
0: Yeah, book yeah, yeah. Thing? Jay, you had the Madonna sex book, didn't you? I currently he, have the Madonna <laughs> sex book. He, he, he actually he took it from Dave's video.
1: <laughs>
3: Madonna in that book has see, what I can only describe as a thatch
1: of hair <laughs> on her pubis.
3: So
2: I think I made a mistake because I got that book on tape. I don't That's know right.
3: where. Uh, At what point did you see man? the sound of uh, Vanilla Ice's dick hitting a microphone? Wow, <laughs>
0: this. And <laughs> <now, laughs> Big Daddy K just being like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh. Yeah, I can't believe you never had one. You guys remember the Madonna sex book?
3: Remember it. They made it metal so you couldn't <laughs> stick
0: the pages together. They're, they're actual tablets.
1: <laughs>
0: Speaking of sex, what song on this record would you fuck to? All, r- all right, Josh.
1: <laughs> Depends how
2: quickly you need to get it done. I mean... <laughs> If you're fucking fast, the kids are in the other room, the dogs are still on the bed, you do, my name is Jonas, get it out. If you got a whole night, you fucking rip up, say it ain't so. You come. Bam, 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 come. Choo-choo, trains right here, on time. <laughs> Driver said, hey, man, let's go all the way. <laughs> the, the, the worker.
0: and then the last question uh, why do you think uh, the younger generation should listen to this record maybe for something profound that's good I don't know it's like that's a are you looking for a profound answer. No, It's either that, or does this deserve to be on the 500 greatest? Absolutely, element. and it should be fucking higher up the ladder. Two ninety
2: nine. Dude, it should be top the Top one hundred. It should, be, top 100. Top 100, top 100, it should be higher than that. Yeah. Should be higher. Well, it's 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 a creative, like you said, it's a masterpiece. It's it's beautiful. It rocks. It's so good, the melodies you can catch on to. It's, it's also genre-creating, sort of, right, created and, the and genre. You, and it's not so complicated that, like, people just can't get into it. You just get into it. It's, it's like, accessible. Right, like Jay, and right, it's like Jay said, if you, yeah, the, the the key to what we're all trying to do is be as specific as we possibly can and still reach the widest audience. That's exactly what they achieved on this album, and that's just, to me, that's perfection. I say it, if it can come out in any decade, like if it came out in the 80s, it came out in the 90s, in the early aughts, 2015,
0: or tomorrow, it would be a massive album because it's that good. That's yeah, that's just it. it. That's, that's why it. it's a masterpiece. Uh, well, just so you guys know, in the 2020 re-rank, uh, this actually rose to 296. Ooh. 294,
1: dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 294. It.
0: Moving up five notches. Coming <laughs> oh, into the blue record. Also, give it up for the Passover Seder. Started at the Shalowitz house. Yeah. Ah, it, it, it jumped Terrence Trent Darby. <laughs> Get yeah. your Toddlers out. Ladies and gentlemen, a big round of applause for my guests. Big J Okerson, Randy Sklar, Jason Sklar. Love you, Josh. Thank you for coming out. You guys rule. Yeah. Josh Myers, everybody! That's the shit I'm talking about Big J Okerson and the Sklars Uh, all social media at Big J Okerson. go to his website BigJComedy.com all social media Sklar Brothers at Sklar Brothers go to the website SuperSklars.com Mark if you're out there I hope your foot's good I better see you in Toronto you're my listener shout out for new music pick this week we have Zach Sutphin and his alt rock band Memory Hotel dude this is uh, submitted by listeners this is what I want. Send us your song. You're listening to the song now and then off their 2022 record, Chandelierium, like combining the words chandelier and delirium. And you can find links to the music on our website, the500podcast.com. And if you're in a band and we're directly influenced by one of these albums or artists and you want your music played on the 500, guys, send your song to 500podcasts at gmail.com. Make sure you put the album and artist and influence you in the, in the subject line. 500podcasts at gmail.com. We will play your song. Next week, Kanye West. Uh, we're doing the college dropout. Dig it say that you're afraid
1: of me Can't talk cause you don't know what to say to me Ring the bell if you need me to come along and I'll be under the... What's up? My name's Lurk, and I'm the host of Lambgoat's Van Flip Podcast. Every week I have in-depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase
0: up-and-coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamb Van Flip Podcast. Hello out there! Yes, rock well out there, everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimbut the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, And we hope to see you further on up the
1: road. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you.
2: Next Chapter Podcasts.